Today is just so wonderful. I feel like chuckling. It's about to get all stupid up in here. Like, what do we do? Like, what do we do? Um, how, do how, how do we? How? 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 What do we do? I don't know what we're yelling about. It's gonna get weird. Goose in the Bear, Episode 9, Rockin' and Rollin', live from Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You got your boy Goose here, drinking a real easy IPA from Cape Ann Brewing in beautiful Gloucester, Massachusetts. And joining me as always is my partner in crime, and today conspiracy crime, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Bear. What you drinking, buddy? Bear here, drinking... Isla Storm single malt scotch whiskey out of a crystal skull bottle straight from crystal skull vodka, which is uh, actually made by Dan Aykroyd, who who he himself is a very uh, huge conspiracy theorist and ufologist, if believe it or not. A real life Ghostbuster, if you will. Ooh, interesting. You got to love the real life Ghostbusters, but it, it's definitely uh... – when we talk about celebrities, I mean, there is one glaring news of the week. I, I feel like us on the podcast need to uh, address because it's how everyone's feeling uh, with this pretty much social distancing. That's how I feel. I'm telling you, doing the social dislike, dating now sucks. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Dating dating during the social distancing quarantine sucks. All the bars are closed. You can't go on dates. Like, What's like this new thing? You're going to video FaceTime each other with a beer in hand and be like, hey, how's this date going? It sucks. It flat out sucks. Dating for the new 2020s, huh? Pretty much. And, and, and for our listeners who've been following along from the beginning, obviously things didn't work out with Bumble number one. Long story short, just wasn't working. So we're going to let it, we're going to wish her the best of luck. Hope she finds everything she's looking for. She's a great person. And uh, we'll leave it at that. How's that, Bear? I could be a mature yeah, adult. I, yeah, totally. I, I still definitely like her. I don't know, <laughs> you know, what happened, but. You know, we'll leave it at that. It wasn't for that long. It wasn't for that long. So she was know, a stranger no, no a month yourself. ago, and now we're strangers again. Some would say that's Stranger Things. But, but I digress. Let's let's really talk about briefly because I don't want to waste a lot of time on this. But we got to talk about like the most important thing affecting everyone right now. And oh my a, god, yes. Like I, I'm gonna try. Like, let's just face it. We're, we're stuck. We are stuck and alone by ourselves with some kids just uh, running around and we don't know. Oh, now they're going. <laughs> I'm Corona. I'm going to tell you, every time you hear this song now, all you're going to hear is my Corona. I mean, I don't have it yet, thankfully, but it could happen. Yeah, it could. I mean... A lot of people are getting sick, you know, from other things, and that probably opens the door for my Corona. Sorry to cut you off there. I just want to yell out my Corona. No, it's right. It's, <laughs> okay. it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Our buddy Andy uh, was sick with a fever last week after his uh, big gender reveal party. 
<clears throat> so I was yeah, like, well, oh well, my of God. course, we were there. Well, here's the thing: you guys were all posting about it on Facebook, and of course, this was uh, again. I have to apologize, uh, ladies and gentlemen, our fans, listeners. I would like to apologize for not taking this COVID nineteen coronavirus. Wuhan, China virus, whatever the hell you want to call it at this point, it's a serious pandemic. And I think the real issue here is making sure that we address this and try to solve this as quickly as possible. So I would like to sincerely apologize for not taking it seriously at first. Um, and I am I am very strictly adhering to the social distancing. It's it's killing the dating game for me. It sucks. But you got to do what you got to do to stop the spreading. Flatten the curve, as they like to say. Yeah. Yeah, you working from home at all? Oh, Goose? Um, I'm, I am a little bit. I am going a little back and forth. Um, thankfully, what I do uh, as my day job, uh, I can do a very, very large of it remotely. I have phones. I can do calls. I, I, I can do it without missing a beat. Sometimes I, I, I do go into, there's some parts we like to go in and be there for when we're working on things. But for the most part, if I have, I'm fortunate enough to have a, gr- a great boss. Who uh, is, is if you don't have to go in, don't go in. Get your job done and do it in a safe way. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, I unfortunately uh, don't really have the luxury of working from home unless they decide to go on a crazy ass uh, lockdown in Massachusetts or anywhere else. Um, because in human services, uh, I am considered an essential uh, personnel. So. I have to be on call and ready for that kind of stuff. Uh, however, if they do a shelter in place and I am home, then I will stay home. But if I am in shelter in place and I'm at work, then I have to stay at work. And all of you will be sorely missing uh, some seriously needed Goose in the Bear episodes. What do you mean uh, missing? Which... Oh, because I wouldn't I wouldn't have my uh, stuff with me, so I wouldn't be able to like record oh, while if I'm you there got... or anything. If you got stuck at work, you're saying, right? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. If I was here, you, we, we like we, yeah, we I, might I, we I, might do one a day for like thirty minutes, just to, like oh, we're still alive. <laughs> but right, yeah, we do a bunch of mini pods. But thankfully, we have we do have. I, I think it's safe to say for both of us, we do have a good group of friends. So if need be, we want to keep some content rolling. We can have guest rollouts and get some opinions. And I think that could be a fun thing uh, if you ever go on vacation or I ever go on vacation. We can work something out where maybe we. We, uh, with his wife's permission, bring back Andy, or maybe we can uh, call my fake big, or uh, we can get Curbs Alert on if uh, he so chooses, and we can uh, get a little variety. We want there to be content, because let's face it, at this point in life, people are going to go stir crazy. Uh, they're going to want stuff to listen to, and we want to give it to you. Long and hard. Yes, and I hope everybody. I hope oh, long and hard. That's what she said. Um, and I hope everybody out there. Um, hopefully, you're not all like going panic mode and stocking up on toilet paper like you're going to shit yourself three times a day for the next month. Hey, sometimes. Um, hey, when you got to shit, you got to shit, though. You know. It's true. It's true. But uh, why do you need like thirty-two, like fifty packs of toilet paper? I have no idea. But I hope everybody is stocking up on alcohol, especially if we all end up quarantined. It is proven that alcohol does kill the virus. It it has to, right? Actually, at my work, you know what they're saying is that if we run out of uh, hand sanitizer, because we can't buy any because none of the stores have them now, if we run out of hand sanitizer, we need uh, rubbing alcohol in like a spray bottle. So that right there tells you 
alcohol kills the virus. Everybody, uh, actually, in honor of St. Patrick's Day yesterday, salon shiva, people. I know. Like, I, I was joking around with my boss this morning. I went uh, to work today, and uh, I was talking with him, and I was like, I go, you're, you should feel really lucky that St. Patrick's Day uh, happened during all of this quarantining and social distancing. He's like, why is that? I go, I only had two Guinnesses yesterday. And I have to give a shout out uh, to my best friend's wife. Uh, ev- so everyone like this, I, everyone when they go on vacation, sometimes people want to bring back gifts. It's like what you do, it's a nice thing to do. I have a rule. Uh, any of the listeners out there, one, never buy me anything. Uh, please don't. Uh, I, I'm bad about receiving gifts, especially when people spend money on them. So what I always tell people is if you want to get me something, uh, I, I will greatly appreciate a stolen pint glass from a, a bar wherever you visit. Steal the pint glass from the bar. I don't care what's on it. It doesn't have to have the bar's logo or anything. Just I would like a stolen piece of property. It'll make me feel good. So my best friend's wife, uh, when before they were married, uh, she went to Ireland and she stole me a Guinness glass from the Guinness factory. I think it was from the Guinness factory, or it might just been from a pub. Either way, she jacked it for me. Uh, so she's an international thief. Uh, so every every St. Patrick's Day, I drink a Guinness out of that glass uh, at my house, and I had two delicious ones last night while watching the Dropkick Murphys free streaming concert. So, yeah, I hope everyone else enjoyed that. Um, I I I ended up catching the end of it, and then it restarted their live stream. Uh, well, it wasn't live stream; they just replayed it. Uh, and I started watching it again, and I saw them years and years ago, and I'm I'm very pleased to say that they they still got it for sure. Yeah, kind of lose a little bit of that you know uh, crowd energy that is sorely needed, but it's still pretty awesome to I know, watch it's, them. And... I give them a lot of credit, like it, it, for the kind of music they play and and what they put into a performance. It's really hard without a live audience there, but they did a great job. I had a fun time last night. Yeah, absolutely. And while I didn't drink any Guinness last night, I drank Smithwick's, um, I did get to make some delicious homemade Guinness Irish stew for the first time. It was delicious. Oh, so good, people. If you have the means, I highly recommend making it uh, if you get a chance. Will uh, do. I'm certainly going to. I'm certainly going to. Uh, so Goose, um, now that we've you know discussed some coronavirus and how everybody's going absolutely insane, let's talk about the big news of don't don't say it don't say it of today and yes. was it yesterday? It was too? yesterday too. It it broke yesterday morning and um, pro- possibly the most important story. Second only to the coronavirus at the moment. We it's it. I'm just. just I'm, I'm gonna need a minute. I think we're all gonna need a minute. There's. I gotta be honest with everyone here. There is no one in this world. No one. Who loves Thomas Edward Patrick Brady more than I do. I mean. I, it's a very difficult time for me. Um, I'm I'm trying everything I can to remain calm here. Uh, it's not easy. And um, okay, I'm trying. I, I, it's, 
This is a uh, this is a raise your glass moment, everybody, and pour one out for our boy. I I I, I love Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. with all my heart, but he's gone. You're gone. You are no longer something to me. You were the one for me, Tom. You said you wanted to be a patriot forever, but you're not. You're a buccaneer now. And and just like any difficult relationship, you have to move on and, and go on. So uh, with with that being said, I I am I am breaking up with you, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. I no longer love you. Um, I, I the did the longest relationship you ever had. Twenty beautiful years, um, and I'll never forget you getting drafted, 199th overall, sixth round, uh, coming up from nothing, really playing almost every single game except for your knee injury year and the four games the evil commissioner lied to you. Uh, but I, I don't love you anymore. You're dead to me. You are gone, and I have a new love. And his name is Jarrett Ryan Stidham. <laughs> uh, in my lifetime, there's really only been two real starters of the team, like opening day, like you knew it was. And that was Drew McQueen Bledsoe and Thomas Edward Patrick mm-hmm. Brady Jr. And now you're both done. And as of right now, my guy is Jarrett Ryan Stidham. Um, so I love you, Jarrett, with all my heart. Best of luck to, best of luck to him. Uh, don't worry. Everything's going to be okay, Patriots fans. Uh, and, and look, is Tom Brady worth $30 million? No, he's not. Flat out, he's not. So it, it, it's perfectly... Once, perhaps, but... That time is no more. I'd say no more. No more. He is he is not worth $30 million anymore, which is okay. And it's and we have to be okay as Patriot fans to admit that. Um, and, and I am perfectly fine with it, you know? So he's gone. He's done. You know what? I hope he doesn't win. I'm so grateful for everything he did as in a Patriots uniform. The greatest of all time. I'm, uh, he is still the greatest of all time to ever play the game. But he's not the greatest in the league right now. And he's not worth $30 million a year. Mm-hmm. So, say la vie, He's got the weapons in Tampa Bay. He's going to put up big numbers. But the team doesn't have a defense. And Tampa Bay is going to go 8-8 eight eight as the Patriots once again win the division. So, yeah. you know what? Bye, Tom. We're done. Yeah, I think We're the done. I think the real test is coming, you know. Whether he was just the greatest because he was with the Patriots or likewise, or were the Patriots only good because of him, which I don't think so. I think it's a team effort and uh, a major, you know, club organization effort. And I think uh, I think it'll be a very interesting to see how things go from here. And I think it's going to be a long, long time Till Tom Brady wins a Super Bowl again I think he's done because it won't go to Tampa Bay, no He's a loser now Loser now Loser now He's no longer on the Patriots, I don't care dun, 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 boom, boom, boom. So welcome to nice. Goosey Oki tonight, ladies and gentlemen I'll be singing all your favorite <laughs> hits from My Corona to Tom Brady's a loser Absolutely, Tom Brady is uh, dead to us. Bury him. Uh, he's done. Let let Jerry become the man. Uh, but it's all right. We're 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 moving on. 
And and I, I think tonight's going to be a really fun show because let's face it, uh, we can now dive into what we really want to do. And uh, at this point in life, during this Corona breakout, when it first started happening, all all the cons- crazy conspiracy theories started happening, going out, and one was like the, all the Republicans going, "This is released by the Democrats to tank the economy to make Trump look bad so we can beat him." Actually, that's my that's my favorite thing that so they've ever that, said. Before we start diving into conspiracy theories here, one, let's just settle one thing. Last night, amid all this coronavirus, three states held elections: Florida, Arizona, and Illinois. And in the Democrat primary, well, Trump won Illinois, so he has now locked up the nomination. So Trump, oh, shocker, is the Republican nomination for president. No big mm-hmm. deal. And winning all three states last night was one Mr. Vice Pre- former Vice President Joseph Biden. Now, there's one thing that can be done in my eyes. I could be wrong, but I, I feel like this would be about an, a, I, I would put it at a 77% Democrat victory. If this one thing happened this week, old man Bernie, and it's old man Biden too, but old man Bernie just needs to go. You see here, I look at the numbers, and as much as I would like to take all the delegates that Joe has and give some to me and equally distribute them amongst the candidates, we cannot do that. So it is at this point I would like to resign from the race. And throw my full support behind Joe Biden defeating the real monster in the White House, Donald Trump. So, Joe, take us to the promised land. Well, let's only hope. That's if <clears throat> if, if if Bernie actually does that, then there's actually hope. I feel because then it's going to give you eight months with a shitty economy where the Democrats can just hammer Trump about his response to this and all that. And I think it's 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 a good play. Um, in a couple points. And I'm curious to see what you think before I go on my rant about this. Uh, Joe Biden announcing that he's going to have a female vice president, uh, vice presidential candidate. What do you think of it? Because I, I, I'm pretty sure we have differing views on this one. Like, what do I think about him committing to having a female vice president, or who do I think he will choose? Committing to it first, the committing, and then who? I, I, I think we think the same person. Persons, who's he going to choose? I mean, well, let's just get that out of the way right now. I'm pretty sure it's going to be Kamala Harris. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fine. I agree. Yeah. Okay. So besides um, that, and I, and I think that's because you know in recent to- recent years she's been you know a real rising star with the Democrats and probably someone. I mean, she was in the race, wasn't she, for a brief Kamala? period in time? Yeah. Yeah. She, she? There was one point that everyone was like, "She's going to win. She's doing great," and then <laughs> fizzled out. Yeah, so if she if she got on the um, on the vice president uh, ticket with Biden, um, and he wins, you know that stands that stands to be a good chance of her uh, running for president with you know with that um, credential behind her. Sure, in four years or eight years, however long. uh, Biden Biden's only going to do this for four years. There's no way he survives eight years. Yeah, probably not. They, you said old man Bernie, old man Biden. Man, that de- debate they had, man, did they look old? They, they both look old. They should have been sitting. And, and it, it, it's such a unique like one. So, so besides this, before we get on to this, let's get back to my main question here, Bear. What right. do you think of him committing to a female at the debate? Um, 
I appreciate him like saying that he's going to do that. And and if he's really going to lock down the nomination, um, he better like come correct on that and follow through. I would certainly hope so. Um, he probably would. But, um, I mean, I don't know. Uh, the last time we had uh, a viable presidential candidate uh, run where they had a female vice president, I mean, this isn't a fair comparison, but it it's it's a precedence that warrants looking at, you know, and it it didn't really land well with uh, All the, a lot of people. So here's the thing: you're talking about McCain and Sarah Palin. Yeah. So th- let's 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 rewind the tape to 2008. All the Democrats were saying that's a pandering move. That's stupid. She's only there because she's kind of cute, eh? And she but she's a little bit of an airhead, eh? Because she can see her house from here. Russia from right. right now. Yeah. So yeah. So the Democrats love to vilify her for that, but they're gonna go all hobnobby. I think it's the dumbest thing that Joe Biden said in that debate was saying that he's gonna have a female vice president. Even even if like I'm not saying, and, and I want to be very clear here, I'm not saying having a female vice president's a bad thing. No, not at all. Not but at all. You have just now. It's in what you're telling me, and what you're telling whoever the vice president is. The only reason why you picked her is because she's a woman. Which I feel is kind of degrading to wh- whoever he picks, and and their accomplishments leading up to this. If I'm on that stage and that question comes up, your answer is this: I am considering all possibilities to be my vice president. It could be a homosexual. Right. It could be a female. It could be a male. At the end of the day, as me as if I am, if I have the nomination, I'm going to select someone who I have the utmost faith in. For eight years, I served faithfully under one of the better presidents we've had in our lifetime, Barack Obama. I served under him. I feel like I know what it takes to be a good vice president, and it's not always a yes man or a yes woman or a yes person. What it is is I want the most qualified, and I want the best person running with me. And then you go announce it's a woman, and that speaks so much more volumes than saying, I'm going to have a female vice presidential candidate. It's such a pandering move. It's so belittling. It's it's almost sexist just to say I'm picking you only because you're a woman and I know that all the all the Democrats and even some of the progressives are going to eat that shit up. That is a right, slap yeah. in the face. And that is an absolute hogwash. Yeah. I have I, again, I I have no problem picking a female. But just say publicly until you make the announcement that you're picking the best person for the job. Right, right, exactly. And see, and I've said before that I am am not can I'm not totally convinced about Biden's electability up against Trump. And this is kind of an example of why. Like he like you got to you got to think about these things, man. You got to think about the terrain you're working with. You know, you got to read the uh writing on the wall and see that you can't you can't just you know make a commitment like that and say it that way and expect people to be like totally okay with it and I'm sure there are people that are totally okay with it and they're happy to hear it but yeah it's kind of bananas insulting like crazy insulting uh, to whoever he picks you know but what's pathetic and, about this is for me is like I think the big difference between me and you is that with with my recent history. 
and what's what's happened to me on Twitter. Like there is a very real chance that when someone listens to this who might doesn't like me is going to clip out the part that says, I think him announcing a woman is stupid, and that can be used against me for that. And I'm going to be like, you got to listen to the whole tape here. Because the reason why, it's, it's just, and it's going to show you to that cancel culture. So you know what? If someone wants to click it and try to ruin me, go for it. I don't care at this point. But you know what? At least be truthful with yourself and listen to the whole thing. Because again, it's just such a pandering move. It infuriates me that people will eat that shit up. And be like, oh my god, this is great. Congratulations. We're trying to make strides. And I think it means more if he comes out and says, I'm picking the best person for the job. Kamala Harris, you're my vice president. Right, yeah. You're n- and I hope he isn't trying to like pander to just lock down the woman vote. That is so not going to work. It didn't work for uh, McCain. And it certainly didn't work, you know, with... Uh, cl- Hillary Clinton running in 2016 where she just thought she was going to she just thought she was going to inherit the female vote and uh, you know uh, by a certain extension you know just looking at the large uh, demographics that voted for Biden going to inherit you know the African American vote and that you know that's the worst mistake you can make is assuming that you're just going to have these people on lockdown for the election, like they're just gonna vote blindly for you, and I beg everybody out there, do not just vote blindly for somebody. Really listen to them. Really look at how they, what their stances are and their issues and everything. Familiarize yourself with the issues. Form your own opinion, and if you share the same uh, ideas, then great. If you have some uh, skepticism or things you don't agree with, great. Say so too. Um, but don't just vote blindly for someone. And I'm also, I, I, I keep hearing this, you know, uh, when it talks about Democrats um, with this nomi- with you know the nominations and with uh, the election coming in November. Don't just don't just you know follow somebody because you think oh like the most important thing is beating Trump. Yes, that's an important thing. It's not the most important thing. You know, you can't, you can't, like, if we nominated somebody who was uh, a little, who was, like, a little better than Trump, but not much, you can't just latch onto that person and be like, oh, they're way better than Trump. Well, they're not. They're a a little better than Trump. And I'm going to tell you that uh, I believe that Biden is miles better than Trump, but he's not perfect. No one's perfect. So, you know, don't act like he's perfect, you know, because that's that's how we got into this situation in the first place. What you need uh, to do as a party, if you're the Democrats, is you need, a, you need to unify. You need to, un- again, I said this before and I'll say it again, progressives, if you're not happy with, like, Pelosi and all the leaders of the Democratic Party, you had some time to try and infiltrate it and you haven't yet, you lost. So here's what you can do. You can shut up and play ball and work with them and try to maybe make some positive changes, not get everything you want, but make some positive changes and just be like, all right, this is fine. Because the difference is between Republicans and Democrats is back in 2016, all the Republicans who hated Trump, like I was a Rubio guy. I liked Marco Rubio. And and once he did what for Trump was, I could not 
I'm like, I'm not voting for Trump. He, I just don't, I don't agree. I don't think he'll be a good president. I voted for Gary Johnson because I didn't think Hillary was going to be. So, but what the overwhelming majority of Republicans did, they plugged their nose and voted for their guy. And the Democrats would not do that. So now, Democrats, it's up to you again. Plug your nose and vote for Biden. Or you're going to have four more years of Trump. End of yeah. story. Yeah. But I will say this, though, before we leave this topic, because we are cruising through this episode. I think all the debates should be done with no with no audience. It's so much better. It's, oh, my God. I was thinking that, too. I'm so glad you brought that up. Uh, I was totally thinking that, too. It was so refreshing. As someone who's worked on a campaign, having people in the audience is the dumbest thing for a debate. Because you're going to get the wackos who are always going to clap and then boo when you disagree with whatever they have to say. Let the candidates actually talk. And that's a kind of a format I would love to see going forward. That's all I have oh, to say. Oh, God, about yeah. That. Yeah, God, yeah. I think that's a great idea. Um, okay, but before we kind of uh, had di- digressed into all this, um, which is good, we had to talk about it. Um, we were talking about the conspiracy theory about coronavirus being a democratic ploy, and that kind of um, that kind of when we were talking about certain things, we decided, you know what, we got to talk about conspiracy theories. You know, we talked about that one, but we need to talk about real ones. Some of the great ones, the and good ones. So here's here's what I want to do with us. Because we have some differing opinions on things. So tell me, sure. right now, you, Bear, yeah. one conspiracy theory you believe in. Okay, I can do that. So, <clears throat> I, be- I believe, I, it, and this is no secret with friends of mine and everything, I believe in... You know, I, I believe in, you know, UFOs being somehow extraterrestrial, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. I believe in, you know, like the Roswell incident, the Rendlesham Forest incident in England in like the 70s. Uh, even in recent years, the whole thing with the Navy seeing those uh, crazy unidentified aerial phenomena that uh they admit they admit was a ufo like they 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 don't know what that was they admit they don't know what it was right right and in doing so they also revealed that you know the government still does like within the you know confines of the military and um certain aspects of the government that they still do track and investigate unidentified aerial phenomena but i think um this is where, where I, I feel it's it's irresponsible to think that extraterrestrial life is not out there. Um, be, oh, absolutely. Yeah. It, it's irresponsible to think that aliens do not exist. But there's something where you and I severely disagree on. I, I, and I think it's fa- fair to say, I, I, what's it called, like the men in black theory? Oh yeah, that's something I did want to talk about just briefly, just briefly. briefly. Like I, I didn't want to go like too far into it, um, but yeah, the whole and we're not talking about like the whole Men in Black with Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones and I mean I love that. Uh, yeah, it's it's a great it's a good movie. It's it's funny, 
and it's it's certainly interesting in a lot of ways, you know, but the the real stories behind the men in black have nothing to do with them acting like essentially like INS agents for aliens visiting our planet. That's 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 not <laughs> what, what it is. I mean, that's to keep that's just a, you know you know, that's just a sensationalized yes. um thing, you know, for Hollywood. It's it's all Hollywood. Um, the actual like stories behind uh, the Men in Black are are so much more mis- sinister and mysterious. Um, and you know, for people who don't know, it's essentially that any time there is a UFO sighting or like a, a, a alleged crash where there is a craft involved or like alleged alien bodies. Um, anything like that, or like any kind of contact, whatever it might be, whatever it is, that anyone that witnesses it or experiences it uh, is soon after visited by mysterious, nameless men in black suits, sunglasses, usually like a black fedora, and they just come to their house or wherever they are, and they ask them about what it is they saw, and they basically are just like, you can't talk about this, ever. You can't say anything to anybody about this, ever. Otherwise, something bad's going to happen to you. And there have, and most of the time, people, if they experience that, are intimidated enough where, sure, they don't say anything about it until maybe many years later or whatever it might be. Um, and then there are people that end up talking about it and talking about their encounter with the Men in Black and something something mysterious and terrible ends up happening to them. Um, you know, and I'm not saying they're related or anything, but still, it's it's an it's an interesting theory. I don't know how much I believe in it. Um, I, I certainly do believe that if uh, some kind of ETs or like extra-dimensional beings are visiting, and the government knows about it, which I'm sure they would if that's the case. Um, that I don't, I don't think that you, they would be so sinister as to be like like that, like scary and intimidating to people, like trying to cover it up or anything like that. Uh, I think they cover it up because they. I think if they know about it, they cover it up because they don't know enough about it. And because of that, it's considered a national security threat. You know, things going on in our airspace that we don't know about and we have no idea what's going on. So, of course, they want to kind of keep the lid on it because, you know, it's it's something they want to know about first and they might be embarrassed if, like, other countries found out about it, you know, that we don't know what's going on in our own airspace. But, I mean, it supposedly happens everywhere. So I don't know uh, what the deal with all that is. So you said you have vastly uh, different opinion about it. Um, I, like I said, I don't necessarily, like, believe the whole thing about, like, the men in black. But you, I, you, you know. Like, I guess the big question here is do you think there there could be aliens walking amongst us? Like, even – to an extent that they could be disguised as humans. I, I guess that's the more interesting um, theory that can get thrown so, around here. Because, I, I mean, I, I, it wouldn't, I would say, I, I don't believe that there's people that say don't talk about it. 
but I, 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 it wouldn't surprise me if the government would actively cover something up. It wouldn't be a shock, right. but I don't think that's happening. I'm, I mean, they've covered up, you know, other things, you know, like they had a, a a very, very extreme level of secrecy, like surrounding the Manhattan Project. And Well, you, you want that to be secret because that's a, a matter of national security where you're right. using and something I, and that's that can why I'm blow saying, like, this a is, country this, out of the water, literally. Right, right. And I, I think, like I said, I think that this is probably something that's similar. You okay. know, where where it's a matter of national security in their mind. Maybe they're just overreacting to it and they're just being overly cautious about it. Maybe there's nothing really to worry about. You know, maybe it's not what people think it is. You know, maybe it's something else. Who knows? I mean, we have no idea. All that, All that is known is that there are things out there that are being seen they're flying around in the sky and like we said there was there was that the incident where the navy released the videos from the fighter uh jets and said yeah this this is real this is real video this is real unidentified aerial phenomena that we can't identify we don't know what it is and it is it is doing things that's literally breaking the laws of physics as we know it and we don't know why or how and I think that's as much as anybody can know, like, definitively at this point. Um, now, your question, do I believe that aliens can possibly be walking among us, possibly disguised? Um, Even I mean, disguised as a I would chupacabra. Say, I, would say, I would say yes and no. Um, oh, don't I, give me a wishy-washy. Pick a side. Pick a side of the fence. Come on, Bear. You can do it. <laughs> Well, let, let me explain. Let me explain what I mean by that. I don't think that, like, there are aliens, like, to, to you know, put it frankly, like, like walking around wearing, like, a like a person suit, like, in, in, uh, in the actual Men in Black movie, you know, just kind of walking around, like, trying to pretend to be human or whatever. Um, <clears throat> uh, you know, but, um, you know, I have heard of theories that you know aliens if they if they are far far more advanced than us then they're not only advanced technologically but they're also more advanced spiritually and so they have a greater understanding of the soul and they might even practice you know a kind of um intentional incarnation or reincarnation into like new bodies you know when their old body dies whatever it might be and uh, you know, maybe it's possible that sometimes they don't go into like an like a quote unquote alien body, but maybe they go into like a human body when they're a human is born and the human grows up throughout their life, you know, not realizing that their soul or whatever it is, their spirit is not from this world. And uh, you know, they go through life and they might not know it for their whole life, or maybe they eventually kind of just know that something is off. They know that they feel like they don't belong, whatever it might be. I hate to break this and, to you, but th- th- this sounds like something that I have experienced, like not the actual phenomenon of what you're explaining, but this sounds like the basis of Scientology. 
Uh, see, I don't, I, I don't know really anything about Scientology, so I don't. So the the best way I can explain this to you is, the, if you want to know what the the origins of the Scientology are, go watch the South Park episode where they make fun of Scientology, but mm-hmm. they actually give a whole accurate, detailed description. To make a long story short, it was created by L. Ron Hubbard and yeah. uh, L. Ron. I knew, I knew that. I knew that. I knew who that basically. It, that, that. A long time ago, in a, in a in a in somewhere in the universe, there was this alien, and basically, there was this whole big like explosion type thing, and all these aliens, all these alien things, because kind of went throughout the universe, and some of them landed here on Earth, and they and and they kind of infected, like not infected, but like gotten to the people, and that's where thetan levels come off, and it's like controls your emotions, and you're sad, so you have to help rise your thetan levels and become one one back in touch with the Almighty, whatever the hell it was. It's it's right. an incredible episode on South Park, and uh, th- let's just say the Scientologists are, are not my biggest. They're not I'm, Scientologists aren't happy with me because no, would, no, they're not. I would you get, want to tell them why? I would get drunk. I would go to New York. I'd get drunk. And I go to the Church of Scientology in New York and demand to meet Tom Cruise. And shockingly, Tom Cruise was never there. And, and, she, and even even more shockingly, I was immediately le- immediately strongly urged to leave, which sometimes I did. Uh, but yeah, needless to say, Scientology, no. Yeah, and I, I can see how, you know, what I was talking about kind of sounds a lot like that. Um, like I said, I don't really know a lot about Scientology, but... That sounds, you know, kind of similar. So, so what I was talking about, um, it's it's generally referred to from what I've read as the star seed theory, and it's the theory that, uh, like, that beings just sounds out the, dirty. So the so the theory is that the will beings you be out my the star universe, seed theory? Yes, I'll be your star seed theory. Oh, that's disgusting. Um, uh, so so the theory is that. Um, that beings out in the universe, um, you know, they, they're very, like, uh, connected spiritually to, like, the whole universe and everything. And when when we on Earth, you know, dropped the atomic bombs in 1945 on Japan and everything, that because it was, it was it? an atomic... Because it was Did an they atomic, deserve it? What? Did Japan deserve it? Oh, pfft. Yes. Uh yes. Y- yes they it, did. It's a war. But and they I, bombed I Pearl Harbor. I I, I don't <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they bombed Pearl Harbor and they killed 3000 service people God and bless civilians. the Enola Gay. God bless the Enola Gay who dropped the bomb. Sure, sure. And yet, I, I agree that after after years and years of just horrific conflict with both Germany and Italy and uh, and Japan, you know, the Allies obviously they wanted a swift end to the war after Japan, after Germany surrendered. I get that, and especially the 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 lengths that the Japanese were going to harass. And attack the Americans, um, you know, saying they would fight down to the last man, woman, and child on the island of Japan before they surrendered. Like, but part of me thinks, would would the the population of Japan have actually done that in the face of 
imminent defeat? I don't know. I wasn't there. None of us were there. Uh, who knows what the population might have done. Um, did we have to drop the atomic bomb? Maybe it was necessary. Did we have to drop it twice? I don't I don't think so. I think they probably got the message the first time. Well, um, we just we didn't give them a lot of time to think about it. You don't have what to. Like, it's war. What was it like a week? What was it like a week? Like we gave them. Here's number two. <laughs> no, it's it, again. It, it's it's one of the. I'll, I'll, fu- I'll fucking do it again. Uh, God, like, just imagine if like Trump was around president then. Well, we got another one. Let's do it. Wait, wait, wait you're telling me we got a third? Let's go. I don't think we had a third. Did we have a third? I don't think so. But like knowing Trump, is, we have the largest atomic weapons in the country of America in the world. Right, right. They're yeah. the best. They make the um, biggest explosions, most destruction. Uh, but anyway. So, anyways, what point. I was sa- what I was saying um, with the Star Sea theory is that when that happened, because they were atomic weapons, you know, they they you know they were detonated, you know, by splitting the atom and. Uh, you know, the atom is essentially the building block of all things, all matter, everything, you know. So it has it has the very uh the very foundational like basic connection to everything in the universe. So the theory is that when that happened, when it exploded, it sent out shockwaves, ripples throughout the universe where it was felt by all. And so the beings out there were very concerned that we were going to fucking destroy ourselves and we might still do that if we if, if things are get things are getting pretty fucked up all the time things are pretty crazy you know uh so the idea is that the theory is that uh many many millions or hundreds of thousands of beings decided we're going to reincarnate on earth as humans and we're going to not directly contact people and try to change their ways we're going to from within change humanity on a spiritual emotional level yeah i don't believe that, so that shit so that's the theory hate to break that's it to the you. Theory about don't that. believe it sounds so dumb. that's so that's why i say it could be yes and no okay. where aliens are among us that was a very think, long explanation th- with a nice little world war ii interlude <laughs> yeah but let's get some yeah. more. So we gotta get to more. We, we, yeah, we're, yeah. Let's do it. We're let's running up it. against the clock, let's so we're gonna we're gonna try to bang some of these out. So I have yeah, a list. Of, I have a list of twenty five, and we'll we'll just talk about it quickly. Number one, flat Earth theory. Everyone knows the flat Earth theory is that the the Earth is that actually a globe, but it's rather flat. Um, and some of the famous believers of this include one dumbass named Kyrie Irving. Now. Anyone who thinks that the Earth is flat is a freaking moron. Kyrie, yeah, is a moron. They're idiots. Uh, my favorite oh. thing is like this: there's a, a flat earther Facebook group where their tagline is "There's flat earthers all around the globe." Let that settle in, you dumbasses. Uh, Say it slower. Uh, Say it again slower. It would be all across, all across oh, the world is your safer God. bet, dumbasses. But nope, they're my all God. around. Flat flat earthers make me so mad. With the word around. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. I've gotten into actual like Facebook arguments with people. Do you, can we get a can I've, we get a flat earther on here? I, I we might. If next time I see someone um on Facebook talking about flat earth things and being very serious I, I about it. I will fight them. I'll, I will I'll fight reach them. out to them and I'll say, Hey, come on our podcast. We want to hear from you. Um, so I'll do that. Uh, but yeah, I've gotten in like furious, 
furious arguments with people where I'm like, you, how in even your brain does that even, even remotely think that's true? I mean, I don't, I pers- uh, based on what I've, you know, known from, like, history and everything, because I'm a history buff, you know, I like to study those things. I don't even think, like, people thought that the Earth was flat, like, like, two, three thousand years ago. I'm pretty sure people back then, like, knew the Earth was round, and that's because they, you know, they knew about, like, the curvature of the Earth and, like, shadows, you know, with, like, the um, obelisks in Egypt and stuff like that, which actually Carl Sagan had demonstrated uh, back when he was alive. Um, But, yeah, I, I think, you know, like, flat Earth was really a thing from, like, the Dark Ages and the Medieval Ages, um you know, and around the Renaissance time when, you know, the period of enlightenment happened and people started talking about this stuff like Galileo and uh, Hubble and uh, Copernicus and things like that. But, oh my God, it makes me so mad, you know, that people, it, it boggles my mind that people would believe that. But then I look at, like, what's going on with coronavirus and how we have to literally tell people that they should be washing their goddamn hands well, I mean, you think about it. I mean, AIDS has been around for how long? And, pe- like, imagine if people responded to, like, the AIDS outbreak like they did with this coronavirus. Condoms would be flying off the shelves, but there's still people out there doing it without bruh, protection. Bro, there, there would be, like, a sharp, sharp decline in birth rates if, if it was like that. Apparently, AIDS wasn't scary enough to worry people, but um, a little virus that gives you a cough and... A little fever for a couple weeks. Man, does that scare the shit out of everybody? Literally, that's why all the toilet paper is going. All right, exactly. Next, next conspiracy theory. You ready for this one? Yeah, go. The ice bucket challenge is a satanic ritual. So I'm I'm reading this from a uh, website called theclever.com. Twenty five weirdest conspiracy theories. <clears throat> and here's what the author writes. Anyone who has spent time on Facebook has seen the Ice Bucket Challenge. We all witnessed this very uncomfortable and skin-chilling act by hundreds of people being done in the name of charity. I even participated in it with my daughter. I'm a firm believer in charitable causes, and the ALS cause is one I support. But a theory exists that there is more sinister side of this challenge. Many people feel that this is a cover for a satanic worship recruitment. This outrageous theory has been brought forward by evangelists. Evangelists. Oh, I don't even give a shit. They're crazy. Evang- evangelic. Gel- and- evangelist. 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 Claiming that celebrities such as Oprah, Bill Gates, and Lady Gaga, to name a few, are helping bring more people to this with their popularity. Apparently, according to the theory, everyone who participated in the challenge has been baptized for Satan. So I have been baptized for Satan. Um, I have also been baptized for Satan. So one thing about me is now it'll be seven years next month. Uh, I had a very scary medical incident where my left side shut down for uh, an extended period of time. Uh, doctors didn't know what it was at first. Uh, ALS was thrown out there. Thankfully, I do not have ALS. Uh, but it kind of opened my eyes, and once this challenge started, it really kind of hit home to me, and it's definitely a, a cause that hits near and dear, knowing how scary and close I was to it. Anything like this that tries to tarnish the good name of something just pisses me the fuck off. Uh, so Satanists, like, you want to oh and, and, and yeah. even jealous or whatever the hell, like, whatever like, you think this is, like, this that's like the woman saying monster is a drink by the devil because the three lines turn it upside down. The devil, 
it's nuts. I'm not even going to go into this. I don't want to talk more about it. I just wanted to say it because it's so ridiculous and they can all go burn in hell. You evangelists. Uh, evangelists. Evangelists. Yeah, we got we got that right now. Evangelists. Evangelists. Uh, here's by the, a fun by one. the way, I noticed I noticed that um, you have basically had your shirt off this whole time, and I was getting so warm, like drinking and everything. So I'm like, you know what? Don't fuck it. Goose and the bear are going shirtless. What I I did not want that to be mentioned, but okay. Now, welcome to the X-rated version of Goose and the Bear, where we are in fact shirtless. Hey, um, we're we're uh, we're social distancing ourselves. So yeah, sure. I'm social distancing myself from my shirt. Um, here's a fun conspiracy theory: Finland does not exist. I've actually heard that. Um, I've read something where like people have actually believed this and have given like. The theory states that Russia and Sweden kept up the myth that Finland exists in order to allow Japan fishing rights to waters around the made-up country, and the fish are then transported through Russia. The other part of the theory is that the UN have maps altered to keep people in believing in the country. This conspiracy theory just made me shake my head in amazement. Um, They're in the Olympics... So, to be fair, I've never I've never seen like a picture from Finland. Oh shut just Google. Oh. <laughs> um is that why um it's called that though? Like because of the whole fish thing? I don't is know. It called, is it called Finland because of the fish thing? Like Finland is officially the Republic of Finland, is a Nordic country in North Europe bordering the Baltic Sea. Like Finland exists, dude. It's actually where the whole Helsinki syndrome comes from. Yeah, Finland exists, so we're going to let that be uh, that. Yeah, no merit to that whatsoever. All right, here we go. There's a NASA blue beam theory. This uh, mo- wait, blue blue beam or beam. blue bean? Beam, B-E-A-M, like laser beam. Oh. Which okay. freaking sharks attached but freaking laser beams. This multi-step conspiracy suggests that NASA will usher in the new world religion led by the Antichrist. I'm still trying to wrap my head around this. This one has a lot of thought put into it. The theory takes people through four steps, starting with engineered earthquakes and hoaxes that lead to the use of holograms to create a big show in the sky. Mysterio and Spider-Man. This culminates with the use of artificial thought and uh, communication. This convoluted and complicated conspiracy has many people convinced that NASA is out to lead us into the new world order and to control the entire global population. So when they say um, artificial thought, is that like like telepathy? Robots like, are taking over. I'm telling you, robots like, are taking like, over. Like like they oh oh I I believe um, and like, they're saying like ro- like 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 computer chips will be implanted into people's brains basically oh yeah i i've i've heard stuff like that uh do you ever read uh dan brown like the robert langdon thing like da vinci code and things like that incredible so so a couple years ago he came out with a new book called origin um i I don't know if you've read that but it it basically looks like like, someone who reads no i would hope so but Okay. Read fine. a book. Read a book. Read um, a mother. But um, essentially, like the 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 book, you know, postulates the theory that by like 2050 or like 2100 or something like that, that like a new species will have developed on Earth and it will essentially be a technologically based species because of the advances in technology we have. Can Merging... they catch the coronavirus? Yeah. Could, yeah. Maybe. 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 Isn't that the whole point? That that maybe all this is true? I don't know. All right. 
my favorite ones now are a couple Titanic theories. One, one is that it actually wasn't the Titanic that sank, but it was actually its sister ship, the Olympic. Um, and the reason behind this is because the Olympic was previously badly damaged, and the White Star Company had such a lawsuit, so they decided just to sail that ship out as if it was a Titanic and sink it uh, for the money so they wouldn't go bankrupt. Uh, that one I can actually believe. I do believe in this. Uh, you see some pictures of it. Uh, the most, so, the so most, the most. Ha- so, so what happened with the actual Titanic? Thing? Never set sail. They just kind of headed it, stored it away, and, and claimed it was the Olympic. They switched um, the ship. So, so when you're saying that the Olympic was badly damaged, are you talking about when it uh, essentially like didn't it capsize or something? Yeah. Um, or it like it, it had a collision with another ship. I think it hit the Titanic on when the Titanic was leaving. No, 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 no. That wasn't the Olympic that um, was, almost it hit. Something. So, so it didn't hit the Titanic. It uh, it was a different ship. You're right, but it wasn't the Olympic. It was um, it was a different ship, and it almost hit the Titanic because the Titanic's like crazy huge propellers uh, like created enough suction where it tore. Uh, this other ship from its mooring, and it kind of like edged toward the Titanic in this this like frantic to- tugboat. Yeah, but what they're in. saying is the Olympic on a previous voyage. So just also make sure it's a very interesting theory. But I found one that makes me for head. Found that several sites that talk about the theory it wasn't the Titanic sank, but actually Olympic. Both ships were built by the same company and were practically right. identical in appearance. The Olympic had been involved in a crash that was found to be the yeah. fault of White Star Company due to the lawsuit. There is a theory that the Olympic was switched out with the Titanic and wrecked for the insurance money. Um, so basically, yeah, what they're saying um, there is were actually there were actually three ships, three sister ships, yeah. uh, built by White Star Line around the same time: the Olympic, the Titanic, and the Britannic. Yeah. So. Regardless, I think it was because if you look at some of the pictures of it, it it's really you, you can see like on uh, either the port or the starboard. Um, and one of the pictures of the ship shows like there's like a like a kind of like a lookout type thing. And it's on um, from the one I'm looking at. Uh, there's one that's on the port side, one on the starboard side. And the one the way it's it's all kind of mapped up, uh, matched up is that it actually does look like it is, in fact, uh, on the same side as it does show in images shown as the Olympics, but the other one of the Titanic that I really like was Ooh, that, this one's. I, you told me about this before. Yes, I, I've read the it other too. Titanic theory. I am a hundred percent into this. Um, was that Benjamin Guggenheim, Isa Strauss, and Jacob Astor all opposed the new Federal Reserve Bank? And they were like the richest guys. They on were the, the Titanic. richest guys in pretty much in the world combined today. They would have been worth eleven billion dollars. Which would was basically huge money. Like, imagine how much money that had to be. Like, to That's be a lot of cheddar. Okay, uh, eleven, eleven billion dollars today. What year did the Titanic sink? Nineteen twelve. Nineteen twelve. I'm kind of a. Like low key Titanic nerd. That's fine. <laughs> so I know so I know tons about the Titanic. Start year would be twenty twenty. End year is nineteen twelve. So just for a reference, right now, a hundred dollars today in nineteen twelve was three dollars and seventy five cents. So let me see. Really, that's thousand million billion. So it was eleven billion. Eleven billion dollars in 2020 was worth four million one hundred twenty-four 
$8,819.27. Oh, no, I missed the zero. I'm sorry. $40 million. These guys were worth $40 million between the three of them. Yeah. And they were all opposed to the new Federal Reserve Bank. All three of these men were aboard the Titanic when it sank, and they all died. There have been several theories that are built around the idea that the ship was purposely crashed to kill several key opponents of the Federal Reserve. The author is not, but I am, because the theory is that J.P. Morgan had the ship sunk after ensuring that some of the wealthiest men in the world were on it. It was viewed as a way to end opposition to the creations of nation's first central banking system. It, that, I, I believe that. Like, I totally, I, 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 like, knowing I how much money and power can be, I'm in. I'm in on that. Give me it. Give me yeah, it. And, and wasn't it after that, too, that, like, the U.S. was incorporated? Yep. I'm yeah, telling you. So, so the, the United States is a corporation, people, and as such, you know, operates and, the same way. And before we get to guess the state, we have, we have two more. One that will be a quick talking point, and then my favorite one. Num- so number two, radio-controlled sharks. Yes. Radio-controlled sharks? Sharks. There are stories that can be found all over the internet about the control of sharks. There are stories about the use of radio control to manipulate sharks. The idea is to use sharks as spies to follow ships undetected. This, of course, leads to the fear of our government using mind control in other ways. They're capable of remote controlling living creatures. Where's the line drawn? This ties in with all the theories about the government manipulation, mind control, subliminal messaging, and the New World Order, yada, yada, yada. I don't think this is possible because I think Mythbusters actually tried to do something like this. But it's a pretty funny theory. I mean, I, I, I believe in, like, the government or, like, even just, like, corporations using, like, psychology or, like, psychological, like, manipulation practices to, like, manipulate people into buying things or believing things or, like, doing things. Sure, I believe in that. Um, I think I even listened to a podcast, um, uh, like, kind of, like, talked about that because of, like, people that wrote books that, you know, that are now, like, the playbooks for like politics and uh, uh, advertising and things like that. So I, I, I mean, I can get behind that. Using sharks, though, mm, no, probably not. Maybe not sharks. You know, maybe they use like a more intelligent animal or something. I don't know. In World War One, they used like pigeons to spy and shit. I don't know. Yeah, but there's always been like carrier pigeons and all that. So I mean, the sharks thing seems like a stretch. But this is—it's time for my favorite conspiracy theory. Before we get to guess the state, are you ready, Mister Bear? Are you ready? Let's do it. Let's this do is it. called the Grand Unified Conspiracy Theory. So here's the Ooh. author's words. I couldn't think of a better way to wrap up my tour of the dark side of the internet than this. I have dug into the underbelly of our societies and dug up some of the craziest theories. To sum it up, I chose this one. The Grand Unified Conspiracy Theory premise is very simple. It states that everything is a conspiracy, including conspiracy theories. So basically, we're a conspiracy, you're a conspiracy, I'm a, everything's a conspiracy. That, that cowboy boot I'm looking at right now, that's a conspiracy. Everything's a conspiracy. So this uh, Crystal Skull bottle of whiskey... I conspiracy. Have this one little statement is so insidious, though. It leads to a constant fear and uncertainty in anything we read or hear. So basically, everything's a lie. It leads to mistrust where there isn't a need. Something so simple that can cause such damage leads me to shake my head and cringe. 
like like let's let's think about this again. You have an opportunity. You have an opportunity right now. That I'm a lie. I'm just a conspiracy. And it's like the the image they put on here is incredible. There's like the New World Order and the Illuminati and the Nazis and gun bans and gun control and aliens and the CIA and JFK getting shot and his brain being somewhere. This is just absolutely bananas. I do believe his brain is somewhere, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, and Jackie O's dress. Yeah. <laughs> God, that was a very tasteless <laughs> joke of me. Or or at least half so, of it is not I am so going to hell. Oh, God, I am so going to hell for that comment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I, believe it, I believe his brain somewhere he has on her dress. Oh, man. Do you think it was Lee Harvey Oswald or was it or was it something else? I, How many times I mean, do I have to say back into the left? Back yeah, I don't, into the left. Yeah, no, I don't, back I don't think it was Lee Harvey. into the left. <laughs> Because I let's don't face think it, it was here. Because let's let's face it here. You went, unfortunately, with the report that came out recently, it's that no matter what it was, it was never going to qualm the fears of of any conspiracy theorist. Because you let it sit for so long. That's why I think we need like Jeffrey Epstein's stuff to come out, and we need the accuracy of it. Because right now, uh, actually, all I want all the listeners to not forget Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. He did not kill himself. Like, he didn't like no this, no one believes that he actually did. And and you so. know what I I I, I pro- he probably did, but it's just so <laughs> like, like like realistically speaking, he probably did kill himself. But they're letting this conspiracy theory run so wild, and they really haven't provided proof that he actually did kill himself no not any real proof like definitive proof like did jeffrey epstein kill himself and then who's if he didn't kill himself who ordered it who wanted him dead is it the clintons is it trump is it some other super rich billionaire with perverted pedophiliac dreams it could be all the billionaires that had crazy pedophilia. Did dreams. every single billionaire come together and pay a killer to be like, we're going to make this happen? Well, if you think about it, if it was a global you know, billionaire-run pedophile ring that Jeffrey Epstein was simply a pawn in, then sure. A pawn? They pro- with- or a fall guy? Well, Ooh, is there a difference, really? There's a big difference. Is there, is there a difference? A pawn's just a little piece. A fall guy tries to end it. You can't end the game by capturing just a pawn. That's true. But your fall you guy your fall guy takes the fall. In chess, who's the fall guy? Uh, usually the king, because when you're, when you're out of shit luck, you just knock your king over and he falls. Yeah, but if you lose the king, then the game is over. Obviously, That's in the this point. game, in this game, the king is still, uh, whoever that might be, is alive and well. Obviously, so if I had to guess, I'd say Ooh. Jeffrey Epstein was like 
he was like the the like knight or the the or rook. The rook. <laughs> uh, I'll go, I'll go with the rook. He was probably killed by a knight. Oh, uh, that could have been it. That could have been it. Knight of the Templar. Love it. We're going crazy now. Ooh, love it, love it, yeah. And that was right. our conspiracy theories. Holy moly! So we have just enough theory time. hour. We have just enough time for everyone's favorite game, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for guess the state. Let's guess the state. Today's guess the state is brought to you by Curbs Alert. Curbs Alert. Go on Facebook for all your weather needs. Curbs Alert. Curbs Alert. Curbs Alert. Curbs, 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 curbs alert, who actually brings you the whole show. And Guess the State is also brought to you by the realty team of Beth and Reza Lash Carey. You ever need a new house or anything, just find them. They're also on the Facebooks. All right, Mr. Bear, are you ready? Yeah, I am ready. I've, I've got just two. To be clear, I, just to be clear, I have nothing. So I have two. It'll be just me doing this. All right, here we go. Man arrested twice in two days for impersonating a police officer. Official. Oh. <laughs> it, it gets better. It gets better. Officials said the 60-year-old suspect pretended to be a cop in order to avoid paying a $2 bridge toll. He's a cop. I mean, the 60-year-old guy. Wow. A man is back in jail for impersonating a law enforcement officer just days after he was arrested for the exact same charge, sheriff's officials said. Leroy Stolmeyer, 60, was arrested March 11th after investigators got a tip from a toll bridge attendant who showed them video of a man flashing a law enforcement badge twice on March 11th to avoid paying a $2 toll, the county sheriff's office said in a Facebook post. On-duty officers are allowed to cross free of charge, officials said. A toll booth attendant told investigators that Stolmeyer flashed a silver badge at him and he turned in. And he, in turn, showed the man an article about his arrest for impersonating an officer. <laughs> he said... So, what, so, he did this... Did he do the same... Yes. Like, for the same reason? He did it, yep. So, so he did it two days prior. He did it two days prior at the same toll booth. And it, when he went up again, the guy... Sh- he shows the badge. The guy shows him the article. So, he said... Uh, he said Stolmeyer then put away the badge and then paid the toll. Sheriff Rick Staley says Stolmeyer was arrested on March 9th on charges of impersonating an officer and shoplifting. On March 11th, he was charged with a felony violation of pretrial release and impersonating an officer, and he's being held without bail. This dude is now in jail without bail because he did it again. Uh, the sheriff's quote, This guy clearly has not learned his lesson and has no respect for the law. Two days after his release, he's already up to his old tricks. We know already he thinks he can get out of shoplifting and paying tolls with his fake badge. Someone take the badge from him. So, ladies and gentlemen, guess the state. I still say, take the badge from him. (laughs) It's not that hard, people. Um, But so, I'm going to guess... And this is based on my experience of, like, going through tolls um, and, like, how much tolls usually cost. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm actually going to start by guessing with my home commonwealth of Massachusetts. It is not Massachusetts, but you are on the right side of the Mississippi. Excellent. Excellent. It is east of the Mississippi. So my next guess is going to be another state that I've driven through where I literally like couldn't I couldn't 
enter the state on the main highway without going through tolls. And that was uh, Maine? the first <laughs> the first state, Delaware. Oh, Delaware. I thought you said the main highway. Oh, the main like I thought you meant Maine as the state. It is not Delaware. It is more south. It is in the southeast. Southeast. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Fascinating. Fascinating. Um, all right. Southeast. Let's see. Um, so I guess my final guess is going to be, um, Florida. And you get it. This is our yes! first. This is our first Florida man story of guest the state. Florida man what? arrested twice for impersonating a police officer. So congratulations, Mr. Stolemeyer. Excellent, Leroy Stolemeyer. Leroy Stolemeyer. His his last name should be Jenkins. Oh man, Leroy Jenkins going through the toll. <laughs> Um, yeah, I tried to base my answer on, like, my knowledge of, like, how much tolls cost. Yeah, that's, that's a good guess. That's a very good guess. In Rhode Island, yeah. it does cost $2 to get over the Newport Bridge. And lastly, man starts street corner toilet paper exchange. Drivers are dropping off rolls of toilet paper to the man who quickly gives them away to those in need. This is a good story. That's actually nice. Disturbed by empty store shelves and reports of hoarding during the coronavirus crisis, a man stood on a street corner and held up a homemade cardboard sign with a simple request. Share your toilet paper? Johnny Plue told the Union Tribune on Saturday that the response to his impromptu toilet paper exchange in this town was immediate and positive. Drivers honked horns in support Very and stopped nice. to drop off rolls of toilet paper just as quickly Blue would hand those rolls off to people in need. Blue, a physical, You're my boy, Blue. Blue, a physical therapist, said he plans to be out on the corner again Sunday to encourage people to be better amid the global pandemic. Blue gave a few rolls to a grateful motorist who said he came up empty at several stores. He was like, do you want me to pay you? I said, no, man, somebody gave it to me. Take it. The 33-year-old told the newspaper he made his sign after a friend had a difficult time finding diapers and essential supplies for his kids. I think people want a sense of community, Blue said. When things are really challenging, people are looking to band together and be unified. So, Mr. Bear, guess the state. You're my boy, Blue. You are my boy, Blue. This is a real American hero. Guess the state. He really is. He really is. Um, So... Uh, let's see. You said he was on a street corner. I I don't imagine that he's in a city, really. But I could be wrong. Uh, I'm going to say... Sorry for yawning there. I <laughs> uh, had one too many... Uh, scotch, 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 scotch. Um, so I'm going to guess that this guy, this guy right here, is in... Huh. Let me think. Um, I'm gonna guess that he is in. Uh, I'm just throwing this out there. I'm gonna say Tennessee. No, wrong. He is west of the Mississippi. Ah, west. Ah, the the fine west, the wild west. Ah, so, uh, how how as far west as west goes. Uh, I'll say California. Yes, yeah, correct. Surprisingly, it's actually in the nice town of Encinitas, California, near San Encinitas. 
which is near San Diego, as Ron Burgundy would say, is German for whale's San vagina. Diego. Which is San German Diego. for whale's vagina. So congratulations, two for two. And only on, I, th- that's a only first. On, only on five first guesses. On Goose and the Bear. That's not bad. I'm very proud of you, Bear. Very proud of you. Thank you. I'm getting better at this. I can't believe you popped your top. I hope your wife walks in. What are you doing? <laughs> Who are you doing that here, with? I'm sitting here with Thor's axe, and I'm just... It's Goose. We can recreate the uh, Jake from State Farm. Who are you talking to? It's Goose from the podcast. What are you wearing, Goose from the podcast? Uh, basketball shorts. I'm also wearing basketball shorts. Jesus Christ. I think on that note, we're going to have to wrap things up here. Totally, totally. Had one too many. It's time to rest. rest Any final it. thoughts, Bear? Uh, only that, uh, what, I, what I always say, you know, everybody drink responsibly out there. And also, conduct yourself responsibly in a healthy and safe way out there. If you do leave your home... Uh, whether to go to the store or uh, anything else, please don't go to bars. Please don't go to the mall. Don't go to places where lots of people gather. Please just it, go to the essential places like the store if you have to and stay home as much as possible. Everybody, please wash your goddamn hands. Use hand sanitizer and bleach every goddamn surface in your home. Let's let's all let's all fight this together, people. Let's all stand together. Let's all fight it together, so we can all get back to normal by April first. Exactly. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. No. Seriously, use some common sense. Don't go out if you don't have to. Don't think you're invincible. You can share it to someone else. Please, please, please be responsible. Be smart. Uh, take this coronavirus seriously. I know I am now. I'm sorry I didn't before. Sometimes you have to do the turnabout, and I'm happy to do that turnabout. Uh, if you ever, ever get bored, please feel free to reach out uh, to either of us, Goose and the Bear. Reach out to us. We can have you on. We can talk. We can have fun. Find about ways. I think that's going to be our next episode is ways we can survive this uh, global pandemic, uh, how we're going to have some fun with it, and how we're going to keep looking on the bright side of life. So for the Bear, I'm Goose. We'll see you next time on Goose and the Bear. Later, people.